obviously, you know, their moms and dads come to study the Bible, but they're yeah. little kids that can't even read yet. They just go running out on the farm and the dog chases them around and they play <laughs> on the swings and they're, you know, and they just occupy themselves. Well, if you're renting a space, what do you do? You can't do that anymore. So guess what? Now you either have to take people out of the church service to watch the kids, which is not preferable if it's a small church service, or you got to hire someone to do it. So you got to hire a babysitter. So all of a sudden, out of the three F's of church growth, which are finances, facilities, and faculty, we need more finances and faculty as soon as we move up to a larger facility, yes. which we need pretty soon. So even in the church growth that we have, we're not getting closer to me being able to draw a salary and have more time to spend helping grow the church and serve the people as I would like. Right. We're actually getting further away. Yes. So I really have absolute... Zach, when we started our home church, I really thought we were just going to be, you know, a dozen or 15 or 20 people for the rest of my life, just getting here and studying the Bible on Friday nights and that's it. And unfortunately that hasn't happened. We've grown and yeah. grown and grown right now. If everyone showed up, that is a regular person. If they all showed up on the same night. Yes. I don't know where we'd put them. No, you we, couldn't. We've already borrowed chairs from your church. We while we were waiting for the chairs that we bought to come in, <laughs> you know, extra fold up chairs. We rearranged our house to fit more furniture here and there to make things work. Um, but yeah. I don't, I don't know how it's going to work. I'll tell you this. I said it before. I'll say it again. I would never w wish this on my worst enemy. Mm. Working a full time job, especially being self employed, and trying to pastor a church. I don't know why the people keep coming. I honestly don't because I don't feel like they're getting their money's worth from me teaching them the Bible because yeah, yeah. I don't have the time to study and pray and serve them as I would like to. So we're just keeping this thing together with duct tape and bailing wire, and I don't know what's going to give. I really have no idea. Right. So That's, Every once in a while, God shows up and he's like, no, you know what? I I got a plan for all of this. Yeah, I'm and waiting so, for that day. Yeah, and so I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna tell Patrick what it is, nope. but I've got. <laughs> but I've got a plan for it, and we'll see what. You know, Harder Junction. Before I was there, um, uh, they I think were renting uh, hotel rooms. Okay. Around town, mm -hmm. and then uh, ended up buying the first building that they were in with a, with a car loan. Like wow. some guy sorted out this deal for him. And I, it, I mean, it was just, God does, God does some amazing things, but no, I mean, you're right about all that stuff. And a boy, I mean, you, you've been in our building, you know, the, sure. the second you've got a building that's your own, yeah. you, if you're not renting, oh, then, yeah. then you've got a payment on that. And oh yeah. Got, you got to put the air conditioning you on You got maintenance it, and to got, do. And, oh gosh. And, and honestly, and th this is something that, you know how we were talking about the, the Bible conferences before, and yes. they're always held at these big, yes. nice churches. A lot of these big, nice churches have a Bible college associated with it. And these kids that go to this Bible college, I feel like they are not adequately equipped to face one fact of working in churches, and that is the church you're going to work in when you graduate from this place 
is not going to have a maintenance department. Oh, man. It's not going to have a cleaning service. It's not going to have a lawn maintenance crew because it's a small church and there is no money. And, and guess what, Seminary. assistant pastor? Guess what your child's oh, oh, going to hey, be? <laughs> I, I, got the, I got the power rake rented for tomorrow. I'm going over there to take care of the grass. So there ought to be, there ought to be an extra year mm-hmm. added to seminary. I agree. And in that year, you, you learn, learn plumbing, how to hang drywall, electrical. Uh, yeah, you do. <laughs> yep. Zach, you have no idea how many of these young guys that get out of Bible college that have told me the exact same thing. You know, because it, you're the one that has the time, yep. you know, yep, and exactly. everyone else is working. And unless you have a professional that goes to your church that knows these skills, you know, sometimes a small Southern Baptist church in downtown Grand Junction is just blessed with an amazing guy that comes along that has skills and is happy to do all these wonderful additions to the church for free. It really is great. But that's pretty rare. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I did last week? Uh-uh. I bought uh-huh. a car uh-huh. that has been abandoned on our property. Get out of here. I had to chase down the previous owner. The, sure. the owner that, that did have the title mm-hmm. never got it changed. Yeah, so it still belonged to the previous guy before that. Right. You had to find them. Go to the DMV with him. Yeah. Meet him there. Yeah. Buy the car from him. Mm-hmm. Like he, he got a new title issued. Yeah. Then I buy the car from him. Yeah. So that I could sell the car. Yeah. To somebody who wants to fix it up. Yeah. Or haul it to the screen. Yeah. Because it was abandoned on the property. And nobody else has time. Who's yeah. the, who? My people can't go meet somebody that they sure. don't know at the DMV on yeah. Friday at noon. Yeah. Like that's not. And, and what class in Bible college did that fall under? Well, it's, yes, <laughs> this might be a good one for people to know now that we're an hour and a half. Yeah. Now that we're an hour and a half into this, I have some seminary. I've taken some seminary classes. Sure. But I don't have a degree. That's fine. Yeah, and yeah, no, yeah. I know that that's fine. I yeah, barely made it through high school. I, I understand. <laughs> I understand. But yeah, like that's just, um, we have a property there that we're renting, mm-hmm. right? The parsonage. And, and I did, I don't know how much work I did in there. Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah. But you, you find, so in Acts, mm-hmm. same thing. Yeah. They're just finding a way. Yeah. To like, holy, hold on. Two weeks ago. There was 120 of us. Yeah. Now we've got 3,000. Oh, yeah. Who's going to pass out the sandwiches? I could not imagine what that next week would have been like. Oh, I would have been. I mean, I would have been like, <laughs> I was just fishing a couple months ago. Like, yeah. now, you know, now I'm in charge of taking care of how many thousands of people? Yeah. Yeah, it, it was, I mean, it's a great problem to have. But honestly, I have no idea what God's going to do. But does that change anything? Nope. Now, the fact is, I'm going to study the Bible. I'm going to have a lesson. When someone calls, I'm going to help them. And that's all I can do. And I hate to say it, Zach, but we are doing what we're doing because other churches are failing. And you're going to have people show up at your church because the church that they were at was failing them and they needed help. And, you know, so we have people leave. Yeah. Yeah. That. I mean, lots. It's just, it's just a thing that happens. But I think, and I don't know. If maybe you want to. I don't know if we want to end on this, but um, <laughs> something really gloomy. 
So yeah, something really, really gloomy. Um, I know exactly why Jesus said you, um, I know exactly why he said the field is ripe with harvest. Mm -hmm. And so you pray for workers Mm -hmm. because there, if, if there's one guy on the college campus meeting with 10 people, there's 12,000 people there. You got one guy meeting with 10 of them. Yeah. There's a hundred guys meeting with 10 people. Then you've got an entirely different story. Yeah. If there's a thousand guys meeting with 10 people, the other 2000 people on campus are going, well, how come nobody wants to meet with me? Sure. Like who can, (laughs) um, and so like my, my prayer for churches all over the place is like, and again, I was, I was thinking about this on the way over. If Heart of Junction was the worst church in the Valley, mm-hmm. I'd be really happy. <laughs> like there's a part of it that's like, oh man, I've got to do like uh, the worst. Like uh, I, I can do better than that. And, sure. and we all can. And I've got great people here. And what are we, but, but the, again, the flip side of that coin is like, if there were, X number of churches in the, in the Valley and they were all really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. And then you start going, okay, wait a minute. We can, God's doing something here and he can continue to do something more. And I, there's a lot of times where it's just, you, there's stylistic stuff or like, um, if a head pastor at a place rubs you the wrong way, I think there's a, there's a decent case to be made for having chemistry mm-hmm. with interpersonal oh, relationships inside a church. And it's absolutely. fine for people to move on to other things. Yeah. yeah I got I, no problem with that. I've always said that, um, you know, I, I've heard, I've talked, I mean, you and I have talked to so many, you know, Mormon missionaries, you yes. know, living in Western Colorado, you know, and they seem to like, you know, stand up straight and be real proud of the idea that, you know, uh, they are this one church that is homogenous and I'm like, guys, that does not look like a sign of strength to me. That looks like a sign of a scary cult. Okay, there is an idea that there are a variety of churches out there because people have individual beliefs and they differ from one another and different churches are going to start. And sometimes you're going to find, like you said, it's going to be personality or stylistic where it's like, I really just don't, you know, get right. this guy. This guy doesn't fit with me. And, you know, you find a place where you do fit in and it feels like home. And guess what? That's fine. Oh yeah. It's better for both people. Absolutely. Sure, I have sure. no problem. Yep. I have families that come to our church where I've thought to myself, I'm like, man, they ain't going to make it, <laughs> you know, because they just are so different and they, you know, kind of, bring up differences and they just argue with me about stuff. And in my head, I'm thinking, why don't you find the church that makes you happy? Because it doesn't seem like yeah, what yeah. you're learning the, here. This isn't going to do it. Right. Yeah. And that's okay. We can still be friends and I can still love you, you know, but I don't see, I don't see it as if someone leaves my church and finds an, a place where they can call home. I don't see that as a bad thing. I think yeah. that's a great thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and me, I think, me neither. Yeah. And it's a great thing when someone else finds us and they're like, man, this is a breath of fresh air. This is just what we're looking for. Well, glory to God. I'm glad Perfect. that yes. worked out for somebody. Yeah. And then it's like, if you had a city with a hundred of those yeah, and then you can, there would be places for people to go to know that they could learn. And so, 
Yeah, I I don't know a ton about what goes on day to day, week to week in a lot of other churches. I know I know a group of some pastors and, mm-hmm. and, and we, we get together and we talk about some things, but but one of my prayers really is that that I mean I don't pray for Heart of Junction Junction to be the worst sure. church in the in the valley, but I pray for all of the churches to be glorifying to God mm-hmm. in the way that he sees fit. Yeah. And uh, and pray for workers. Yeah. Because the same thing, even if you full-time mm-hmm. pastoring, you still only have X number of hours that you can actually... Absolutely. Like you could devote your whole life to it, but mm-hmm. you still... I got 266 people. And I did the math one time. I was like, if I... Because uh, I'm... Uh, 32 hours a week, a mm-hmm. month. No, 32 hours a week. Mm-hmm. 32 hours a week. And I said, okay, if I devoted the same amount of time to each of the people on the list every single week, mm-hmm. how much time would it be? Sure, divide it out by... Yeah, and, and at that moment when I did that, I think it was like six minutes. <laughs> A week, right? And so the first time you sit down and have coffee with somebody for an hour. Yeah. You already made it. You, you've you used. Up their time. And yeah, yeah. 12 other people's time. In that one hour. Mm-hmm. And so you start thinking to yourself, like, there's just no. There isn't enough time or capacity that people have to get everything done that you wish you could. Mm-hmm. And so I know exactly why I said you go pray for workers. Yeah. Because then I can call somebody. I, I can shoot a text message and yeah. I can say, hey, so-and-so, I need you to check on so-and-so. Yeah. And when they call or text and talk with them mm-hmm. and then they can do it. Yeah. And But that's the body. I mean, that's the that's the body doing what the body does. Honestly, you, you really answered um, one of my questions, which was, you know, what are we going to do next? And my thought was always, well, when we outgrow my house, we'll just split the group in half and someone else can take it. Someone else can take it. Yeah. yeah. Well, guess what? That someone else hasn't shown up yet. And, mm-hmm. and we even brought this before our church and everyone basically said the same thing. They're like, well, I'm not leaving. Yeah. Right. You know, right. <laughs> yeah. they're like, well, well, we love it here, you know? And they're mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. And, and I, and there was one couple who's very sweet and we love them dearly. And, and the wife said, you know, Patrick, we're here because of you. Yeah. You know, they said, you make us feel welcome here and we love you. And that's why we're here. So they're like, you can do whatever you want, but we're going to go wherever you are. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah. whole splitting the group thing. Right. That's fine. So long as we're clear that we are not leaving. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, that idea, you know, didn't really, you know, get wings and yeah. and, and start moving. So th- that's what we're up against. Zach, yeah, we are awesome. grossly out of time. So All right, cool. uh, thank you very much for coming. Yeah, excellent. And uh, next time I have you, I'm going to have a specific topic that we're going to talk about. And I'll give it to you ahead of time so, you know, it won't be um, as meandering as this. We'll dig right into something. and <laughs> That sounds good. Yeah, stick our teeth yeah, into something. I, I'm, uh, I'm pretty easy to get a hold of yeah. on Sunday nights. So That's good. When you're... 
when you're stuck and you got no other plan, you got yeah. everything else is falling apart. And I'm going to figure out how to do this video thing to get both of us on here without the echo on the video. I don't know how that was because it is nice when we do this that people can type in comments and ask questions yeah. and kind of be a part of it. So this was our first time trying that. And it clearly failed, and I'm sorry because <laughs> I did test it, and it worked earlier today, so I don't know what yes, I'm doing, but did. we'll get it figured out. So thank you very much, and um, thank you, everybody, for joining us here on Bible Thumper, where somebody's got to say it.